0: Our world is becoming ever more interconnected as communities become more diverse and the internet allows us to discover more about the world around us. When we seek to learn and understand the differences between our culture and others, we can develop an appreciation and love for them. As we teach our children about new countries and cultures from around the globe, we are also teaching them to have compassion, respect, and empathy. Hi, I'm your host, Jade Jones, mom to four children who I want to be compassionate world explorers. Join me as we discuss cultural awareness and world diversity and learn how families teach their children to explore and embrace the world. It's people and their differences with a compassionate heart and open mind. Do you know someone who you think would be a great guest on the podcast? Send me an email at jonesinfortaste.com or DM me on Instagram. We're always looking for new guests to share about their culture and countries around the world. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Today, we are talking with Mauro, and he is one of the classmates of my husband here in the Netherlands. He is also attending Erasmus University. He was born and raised in Sao Paulo, and I asked him to come on and share about Brazil with us. So, Mauro, go ahead and tell us a little bit more about yourself.
1: Well, first of all, thank you for the invitation. I'm glad you participate. Yeah, I, I know. I think... Well, I've been always um uh, linked to sports since I was a kid in Brazil. So I played basketball for oh, many years. I don't even know how, how many years I've I've done this. And when I was an adolescent, I started to play uh guitar and started to sing uh, in a band with some friends back home. And well, just I love I love playing um uh, Music with my friends since then. It's one of my my main hobbies today. I'm trying to play drums uh, since I don't know like five years ago. And, <laughs> yeah, and it's been amazing. Like I really want to be a better drummer <laughs> when I grow up. And, <laughs> and yeah. Well, my job in Brazil is like I I used to to do analysis of investment opportunities in some corporations. So do feasibility analysis of investments and yeah, all all that, all that is related to that. And yeah, I'm trying to do like my my objective here in this MBA is just to have an international experience in terms of, uh, I mean, professionally speaking. So I'm looking for that and that's it to meet like. Awesome, awesome people also from different parts of the world, just like Mitchell. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah, well, thanks. So, and for those who don't know, Mitchell is my husband. <laughs> He's kind of just mentioned as the husband on Instagram. So Mitchell is my husband. Yeah, I think those are a lot of the same reasons that we came here. And I loved hearing about... Your passion for music. I have come from a very musical family. And so I have played an instrument and sang since I was very little. And I also played percussion, although I am awful at the drums. So I (laughs) am impressed with anybody who has drum skills because that is intense.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I I really like how uh, challenging is the instrument, and uh, yeah, um, trying to improve it's it's hard. It's hard.
0: <laughs> well, good luck on that one. So let's jump in. So I asked Mauro to come on and tell us a bit about Brazilian culture, and so I asked him a really tough question. I asked him, "What does Brazilian culture look and feel like to you?" So Mauro, what are some of the things that you that that says brazilian culture to you
1: well i think as you said it's it's hard to define uh but i think the first the first thing that comes to my mind is related to food i guess and also music for sure so i think you can understand many different regions in brazil by tasting their own Dishes. And we have many. Like if you go to the south, you will will hear about barbecues, the the churrasco. Uh, If you go to the northeast, you will will hear about acarajé, which is a fried, I don't even know how to explain it. It's a fried (laughs) with uh, shrimp. And if you go to Minas Gerais, you're going to hear about pão de queijo, which the translation would be more like a cheese bread. So I think you can define many regions by by their own food. And I think this is a very important part of the culture. One thing that I really miss here uh, living abroad is one thing that we call Prato Feito. I think it's a very important piece of our culture. So it's sort of like a standard and cheap dish that some restaurants provide for each weekday. So if you go on a Monday in Sao Paulo, at least, you're going to find, I guess it's Virado Paulista. It's like a specific dish. So all the small restaurants are going to provide you this. And it's very cheap. You can pay like around three or four dollars and you can have a very nice meal. And you can just, I don't know, sit in tables in the sidewalk uh, with friends and chill. And this is is something very related to the culture, I guess. Yeah, and... uh, Again, like talking about other thing that comes to my mind, it's like music. So uh, uh, I, I'm not an ex- expert in the in the popular Brazilian music we call MPB, but it's very present uh, in our culture because I think it, it has a mix of some indigenous, some African and European influences, which is part of what built our culture so i think this is a very important thing to mention and uh yeah like nowadays we have a lot of north american influence for sure but you can also you can still listen to to the kind of musics that we we produce like bossa nova samba and other national music expressions and uh, yeah i think that's it and i of course i have to mention because i'm a very i'm a huge fan of football and this is very cliché but i love i love football i have to say this <laughs> and uh it's in i mean it's in the imaginary of millions of people like every day so for i can give you an example right now so my my team played yesterday and we beat one of the most uh, popular teams in brazil and i just sent a message to some friends to whom i, I was not speaking for i don't know like 7 months just to mock on him because of the result, so I think this is something that makes you make you like talk to people and uh, you can uh, discuss with people from different uh, I don't know, different uh, social positions and uh, just integrates the society as a whole, I could say. And yeah, I think these three things are things that I think uh, comes to my mind when you talk about culture in Brazil.
0: So, you you said the, the Prato Feito, is that something that, like, you would meet up, you know, with friends after work to go to one of the local restaurants and eat and, and sit around and chat? Like, is, is that a normal, like, after work activity?
1: Actually, we do this during the lunch. So... Yeah, I, I know that this is also different from from many cultures, but we usually have one hour of lunch while we are working, so we just go with our colleagues from 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 the from the office. You just uh, go to this small restaurants and order this dish. But of course, I, I already did this on Saturdays. Uh, with some friends of mine. You can just sit down at a table and then you can stay way longer. You can stay for <laughs> I don't know, a couple of hours, ask for a beer and have a good time. I think this is very, very typical from from our culture.
0: Okay. And so then just curious, because this is obviously very different from American culture where dinners are more important. So then what would you do for dinner?
1: <laughs> I think we also think dinner is important. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it depends a lot. So I was living alone in this last past year, so I didn't care too much. But I think it's common in the dinner when you go back home with your family and you have dinner together. This is also important. So it's also a, an important part because then your the parents could talk to their children and have an, a nice family time together. I think they are both important, I would say.
0: Okay. Yeah, fun. Sorry. Kind of random. <laughs> <laughs> So, what do you love most about living in Brazil?
1: I like how welcoming are the people there. They are always ready to share a smile or talk to you. So, and and again, of course, this is not true everywhere. So, I I can tell you about Sao Paulo. Like, people are more, I think they are more individualistic there. But still, you have the chance to chat with them, like with a random person in the elevator or in the bus stop. You know this is this is something that I like about it so you can go to the grocery store and have a small chat with the owner I mean this is uh, this is something that I like and this is something that that happens like almost everywhere you you can see how welcoming the people are and yeah I think that would be my answer
0: <laughs> Yeah I think big cities in general tend to be less friendly no matter where you are just because there's so many people But that sounds a lot like uh, Hawaiian culture, like you, you can talk to anyone and strike up a conversation with anyone. And I really love that aspect. And yeah, so I can see why that would be something that you would really enjoy as well. I kind of feel like sometimes people here in the Netherlands aren't that friendly. (laughs) They're very polite, but I wouldn't say overly friendly.
1: Yeah, I think they're actually uh, okay in this aspect, I guess. I think you'll will, you'll will hear more complaints like in other yes, places oh, very true. about it. Yeah, but yeah, that's I I already heard from people from other people that oh, you Brazilians are always smiling. You, you you can you can easily smile to like everybody. So, that's that's something that I had in in mind. I mean, uh that that's I mean that's always on my mind like how we are always willing to share a smile, I guess. And again, like to start a conversation out of nowhere. I think we are good on this.
0: That's awesome. Keep keep doing that. It's a good thing. We need more of it.
1: Yeah, I think this is cool too. You You can meet people easily and create connections. I actually, I'm not that much of a person. But I, I mean, I, I don't do that much, I guess, you know, but uh, I think it's something that, It's it's, it's part of the Brazilian culture, for sure.
0: So what is hard about living in Brazil?
1: I think violence. We have a lot of socioeconomic disparities. And uh, I think violence arises from this. And it's sad because you see that the opportunities are not the same for everybody. So I came from a middle class family and I, I could have access to good education. I could do sports play sports i could play music and i know that this is a privilege and unfortunately like a big part of our middle class just do not realize this or <laughs> they simply decide to close their eyes which is also something sad but i think yeah this is this inequality brings so much violence and this is not good like when you when you leave abroad like I'm doing right now, you can see so much difference. Like I can just walk in the streets uh, without any concerns, and my brain actually doesn't work like this. Like I don't know if I'm just downtown. I I'm taking care of my pockets all the time, even here in Rotterdam. So, and this is something that I I think I'll have with me. Everywhere I go, I guess, and it's sad. Actually, this makes me feel sad about about yeah my my family and my my friends that are there, and of course, like I'll be there. I will, my plan is to go back to Brazil to live there later again. So this is something that it's that is hard uh, about living there.
0: It's like although those social economic disparities exist everywhere, it definitely doesn't look the same everywhere.
1: Mm.
0: And so, yeah, what do you feel? best defines Brazilian culture?
1: The best defines? Yeah, I think I wouldn't dare to define <laughs> the culture in just one phrase or one statement. So Brazil is a continental country. We have hundreds of different regions and uh, it's hard to define. But besides everything that I already said here about like how welcoming we are and and, and and this stuff i think we we are resilient i would define us as a resilient people and like people are always trying people are always trying to make fun and see brighter things even in adversities i think this this is very this this defines us very well and uh what else? I think we are also, like, we also love to be surrounded by family and friends. And I think this is also something very important for us. Well, I think this this might define our culture. I mean, not our culture, but how we are, I guess. Uh, so resilient and also love to be together with friends and family. I think these are things that could define us. But again, like Brazilian culture, I think you can think about food and music and uh, this is... This is something that you that I always have in mind, I guess.
0: Well, and I know that when I was doing some just initial research about Brazil, I knew it was a really big country and I knew it was the largest in South America, but I didn't realize it was the fifth largest nation in the world. <laughs> and that Brazil is the same size as roughly the same size as the continental United States. And so we both come from countries that are very large and so I think maybe very regional as well. Because I I did have that thought too when you were talking about food, like how food is, there's very popular dishes from each region. And I think that's the same in the United States where what you eat in California where I'm from was not the same as Mm -hmm. what they ate in Georgia when we lived there. And so like, it's kind of hard to sum up millions of people who are living in very different places and when you have some people who live on the coast and some people who don't yeah it can be hard to kind of sum up but I like resiliency that's I think that's something that like no matter what adversity you face to be able to kind of keep going and go along with a smile on your face to yeah. be happy that that's that's something to be admired and emulated
1: yeah, yeah I like the definition <laughs> And, and yeah, you're totally right. So if you, I think United States also you have a lot of influence about like immigrants, right? Uh, European and also about the Spanish. I mean the Spanish region that you have. I mean the influence of the the, the Mexican re, the Mexicans in the in the south and like in Texas and everywhere. So we have a lot of different immigrants. Uh, we have influence from Japanese in, in, since I don't know the. The 30s, I guess, or 40s, and also like European country and European immigrants uh, during the World War. But we have the, the the Portuguese colonization. We had Dutch colonization in the northeast uh, in in like in other centuries. So we have a huge mix, and it's hard, as you said, it's hard to define a culture when you have so many uh, different influences since your uh, since the origins of your of 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 the country so yeah not only because of the how how big the country is but also because of how many influences how many immigrants you had in your history and yeah it's it's very hard to when you invited me to talk about culture in brazil i was like oh this is tough (laughs) i I don't know if i'll be able to, to talk too much about it or to define you know but yeah but uh, that's that's the reason why i think so many influences different influences And
0: do you think that having lived outside of brazil means that you maybe can see different aspects of brazilian culture more clearly i think it helps
1: it, it gives gives you other perspectives for, for instance i probably wouldn't talk so much about food mm-hmm. uh, as i did as i did now before coming here because lunch is not a is not a very important part of their their lives here and I could notice that oh for us it matters a lot. <laughs> so yeah, brings you another reference, right? Yes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, my kids go to a local Dutch school now, um, and they came home one day and told us that their classmates were all really jealous of their lunches because they usually take leftovers of some kind, but all of the kids just have like a simple sandwich. And so my kids have been like, yeah, everybody keeps wanting to know what we're having for lunch uh, <laughs> because they're all excited by it because it's so different from what they have. So yeah, it. it the food is very different here, and it has definitely made me realize how many things that we enjoyed that apparently are not, I guess, not Dutch. We've maybe found them more in other European countries as we've traveled, but like they aren't a thing in the Netherlands, and that's that's hard. So yeah, food is always one of those things I think you miss when you leave.
1: <laughs> it's very interesting your story about your kids. <laughs>
0: They were sometimes an oddball in the U.S. too. So that's just kind of, I think that's never going to go away. But it was just a funny, funny thing for them to come home after going to school for a few weeks that all the other kids had noticed that they did not have normal Dutch lunches.
1: So, (laughs) yes. Are are they they learning Dutch right now?
0: So they, they now speak Dutch. So they, they are our translators when we go out because they can actually talk to people and Mitchell, my husband and I can kind of follow along, but yeah, I, it's been very interesting trying to learn Dutch and yet watching my children just kind of like fly through because they got to learn Dutch through school. And it was very impressive because Dutch is maybe not the easiest language to learn. It's kind of, it's different. But yeah.
1: It's it's incredible how, how fast they learn, right?
0: Yes. Kids are sponges. And so they just soak it all up and, and it's amazing. And I think that's why it's for us was good confirmation that like we're not destroying our children <laughs> by moving <laughs> to a foreign country. Like they, they absorb and they adjust and like learning Dutch for them really opened up lots of doors just to play. And they're very popular at school because all the kids want to speak English with them. Oh, yeah. And so they get to practice their, their English. And so that was like a really exciting thing for them to be able to help other kids. And then they don't always have to speak Dutch, which I think is still tiring for them. So.
1: Sure. Uh, such an amazing experience for them. I, I can, I, I can imagine, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, do you have anything else that you'd like to share? Any thoughts? I mean, anything that popped into your head?
1: I don't know. Like, I would like to say that Brazil is a nice country to, to visit for sure. Uh, we have many natural, uh, awesome natural spots, natural places to go. And uh, you can, you can uh, have a sense of the, the, all these cultural aspects that I was trying to talk uh, about today and i think that's it just come to visit <laughs> come to visit us <laughs> i made this statement about viol- violence it's true just uh but if you go to the right places and uh i mean if you take care i don't think it's an issue that would refrain you to go there you know so it's a, it's such an amazing place and just uh if you have a chance just go there for couple of weeks or one month to you you would you would experience a very good moment in your life for sure
0: well and and I will say that I think violence is and petty crimes are something you always have to be aware of no matter where you go especially when I think you kind of look like a tourist <laughs> <laughs> so tourists are always it's something to be mindful of but yeah I definitely don't think it means that you can't visit.
1: Sure. And that are places, uh, we have places that are actually very safe. And if you're with a local as well, in those places that are not so safe, you will be fine. I mean, I just want to make this a statement, because I yeah, I spoke about violence, but uh, you shouldn't refrain to go there just because of that. That's what I mean.
0: Yes. Well, Mauro, thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us today about Brazil. I will use some of the stuff that you shared today to help put together a, a virtual field trip. So for people, since we can't leave home right now to travel, but that way people can um, maybe start exploring Brazil from home and getting to experience some of the wonderful aspects of Brazilian culture. And so you'll be able to find that on my website at jonesinfortaste.com. And that will be you'll find a link to the virtual field trip in the show notes so Mauro thank you so much for coming on
1: well thank you for the invitation and I can also give you a list of places that I think I think it uh it would be a great uh, tip uh for whoever wants to go there just let me know I can also I can just send it to you as well I mean uh, I would be glad to to do this
0: thanks so much if you enjoyed this episode and this podcast, please take a minute to leave a review or screenshot your podcast player and share with a friend or on social media. Make sure to tag me on Instagram stories at Taste. Don't miss out on an episode by subscribing to the podcast and signing up for my free introductory guide to teaching kids about other cultures. You can sign up for email reminders, get the guide, and find the show notes by visiting my website, JonesAndForTaste.com. Happy
1: exploring!